Yo, what's up? It's your man Mo Morris, and welcome to Hood Radio. What's up, family? It's a blessing to be here today, man. I want to get right into it, man. To, man, today we got one for you, family. I'm, 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 I'm excited about this. I'm excited about this. I'm excited about getting straight to it, too. You know, the name of this episode is Dear Black People, We Are Together. We are together, black people. You understand what I'm saying? You know, as you live in life, you hear a lot of different things, family. And I've been hearing, I've been hearing a lot of things. You know, it's one thing they that that, that people love to throw in the direction of black folks. They love to say we not unified. They love to say that about us, right? But if you ain't from my neighborhood, how, how can you tell me about my neighborhood? If you ain't from my family, how can you tell me about my family? Right? You know, it's one thing to see things from the outside. It's a whole other thing to be on the inside, day after day, year after year, event after event. Right? Black people, we are together. Don't nobody know our challenges better than us, family. So we unified in that. Right. Family, if you holding down your house, if you going to work every day and you making it move forward and your children doing this and you just graduated and you pumping forward and you got a good vision, you unified and people in your family. It was a plan that got you there. Right. We do have unity in our homes, don't we? We do have unity. We do have unity in our churches, don't we? There is unity in our community, family. Don't let nobody tell you that, oh, black folks ain't got no unity. How you know? Well, look at that. Look at this. For every negative thing somebody can tell you about black folks, you can slap four to five positive things right back at them if you take the time to think about it. Right? Right? You know, it's amazing, man. I ain't taking on nobody else's mindset when it comes to my people, y'all. I ain't embracing nobody else's opinion when it comes to my people, y'all. I ain't embracing nobody's study about uh, black males in the black community doing black things. I ain't accepting that. You know what I'm going to do, family? I'm going to build what we need, family. If we need something to change, doggone it, we going to change it. Because let's remember, y'all, ain't nobody coming in here to do nothing for black folks. Whatever change or positivity that's going to take place, it's going to have to be done by black folks. Now, I bet you we all unified in that thought. I bet you we all unified in knowing that ain't nobody going to come up in here and do nothing. And if this thing going to change and we're going to turn the positive into more powerful, that is only going to be done by black people. For black people, for black communities, for black families, for black children, for black men, for black women. Period. We unified in that, I bet you. I bet you we unified in that. I bet you go up to a brother, sister, excuse me, brother, excuse me, sister. Oh, do you believe that? somebody else and when i say somebody else i'm talking about culture i'm talking about national guard you know i'm talking about you know do you believe some latinos will come in here and, and, and build a powerful programming for black children 
Excuse me, sister. Do you believe that the Asian community would come in here and build um, a, 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 a robotics program for black children? No. Why not? Because ain't nobody worried about black issues, family. Black issues are black people's issues to handle. Just like we ain't about to go to Chinatown and try to solve their problems. Just like we ain't about to go to Little Italy and try to solve their children's problems. Why? Because that's their problems. That's their community. Black folks, we got to be unified in the mindset that if there is going to be change, we are the people that's going to bring the change. Period. Period. You know, I'm sitting up here looking at people complain about other people's behavior. Right. You can always find a brother and sister sitting back talking about what the so-called black leader ain't doing for black folks. You can always find that. And right on to speaking your opinion. I ain't knocking it. But brothers and sisters, we got enough microphone monsters, y'all. We got enough people on the mic whooping the bam and saying this and saying that. And ain't talking about nothing, family. I'm talking about growth, family. I'm talking about a direction, family. I'm talking about we are unified. Let me tell you what we unified on. I'm going to tell you several things that we unified on during this episode. But let me tell you something that we unified on. We are unified in the empowerment of our future by empowering our children. We are unified in that. There's not a mama walking around. There's not a daddy walking around that don't, that don't want their child reading good. It's not a mama walking around. It's not a daddy walking around that don't want their children being successful in math. It's not a father that's looking his son in the eyes that's growing up underneath him and, and not wanting the best for that child he's looking at. It's not a mama that's braiding her daughter hair that don't want that baby to be successful. We unified in that, y'all. It ain't an uncle in the game that don't want his niece and nephew on top of that game when it come to reading, family. It ain't an auntie out here in the street that don't want their baby reading on grade level, family. They niece and they nephew. It ain't an auntie out here that don't want their niece and nephew to be successful, family. It ain't a grandmama that don't want to hear their baby read and read the right way and be successful in their future. It's not a grandfather out here that's not fight for his grandbaby to be able to be successful and want the best for that. Come on, family. We unified. We unified. We unified in the fact that we want our children to be successful. And if we want our children to be successful, family, what we're saying is we want our future to be successful, family. Now, where we got to change the game at, brother and sister, family, where we got to change the game at is we have to do more to impact that future. We got to do more to impact that child, y'all. We are unified. And when we begin to empower our children, focusing on empower our future, that unity, that unity will spread throughout. Because let's remember, family, what you reap is what you sow. Oh, Big Mo, you keep saying the same thing. Hey, family, we need to hear it over and over. We don't need to hear this one time, family. Like I told y'all, I'm not a pastor. I'm not coming with sermons, y'all. What I'm coming with is growth and a mindset. For your mind to change, you got to hear something over and over and over and over and over. Because once your mind change, your behavior change. So we need to reap what we sow, family.
We need to we need to sow into our children's education, family. We unified in that. It ain't a person in the room that don't want that family. So we talking about being together, family. Man, I grabbed a couple of your digs out of the out of the word, man. Some powerful scriptures. Like I told y'all, I want to share Proverbs with you. That's the book of wisdom. So I want to lay that in your lap. Proverbs is the book of wisdom. Family, if you got five, 10 minutes, when you wake up in the morning, open up the word. Start reading the book of Proverbs, family. Read a chapter a day, family. Read a verse a day, family. When you start doing that, if you what you read goes into you. If you start reading the book of Proverbs, which is the book of wisdom, family, you will start gaining more wisdom in your life. You'll just start, you'll get better, family, because you are spiritually eating wisdom. It's the word of God, family. Proverbs 27, 17. Proverbs 27, 17 says, iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Iron sharpens iron and one woman sharpens another. You feel me, family? That's Proverbs 27, 17. Iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Iron sharpens iron and one woman sharpens another. Uh, let's rock on. Proverbs 17, 17. It's a lot of 17 in the building. Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Right on. Proverbs 13, 20. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of Fools will suffer harm. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. That's Proverbs 13, 20. That's pretty serious right there, ain't it, family? Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Right? And then Amos 3, 3. I wrote this one down and I like this. Do two walk together unless they have agreed to meet? Real talk. Do two walk together unless they have agreed to meet? So they saying right there, family. If we're agreeing to meet and we come out of that meeting on the same page, we saying we walking together. We understand we on the same page. Why? Because we sat down and met. So we know we understand we walking together. Let's talk about planning, family. That's talking about unity. This joint right here, Proverbs 13, 20. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of a fool will suffer harm. Man, brothers and sisters, that's tough right there. So that's telling you straight up and down, yo. You got it. You got, it's about who you around, man. That's what that that that's 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 what's gonna happen in your life. The, the people you find yourself around, man. The people you find yourself around, man. That impacts where you're headed. If you're around the wise, you're going to be you're going you're going to receive wisdom. You're going to be benefited by wisdom. But the companion, the companion, that means you and I together. The companion, we accrue the team. But the companion of fools will suffer harm. That's tough, y'all. That's tough. But hey, you have if, if you're trying to get something across to your youngin you trying to get something across to your mentee, man, you hit them with that, yo. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fool will suffer harm. Man, y'all, 
That's why you got to be careful of the company you keep. That's why as we move together and we are together, brothers and sisters, we are together, family. We got to begin to pay attention to the brothers and sisters around us. As we begin to walk together and we agree where we're going and we're agreeing where we're empowering our young people, we're empowering our future by empowering our children. If we're agreeing to walk together on that family, we got to hold the line then, family. We got to move as one. Right on. Right on. Dear black people, we are unified. We are unified. And when we're talking about building up our young people family, we got to believe that's going to work, y'all. Brothers and sisters, the only reason that we wouldn't unify, come together, press forward, hit the gas, empower our children, make sure we got the reading and the math program in our home, making sure our children understand that they're supposed to be on the best behavior in class. The only reason we wouldn't focus on that family, the only reason we wouldn't daily work as a family or we on the weekends take trips as a family, get out of the neighborhood. The only reason we're not doing that family is because we don't believe we're going to win in the end. The only reason a person won't work for victory is because they don't believe they can win. Right? You know, one of the worst things that, that, that a person can see is to love somebody, to cheer for somebody that got low self-esteem. That's one of the toughest things that you have to deal with is when you believe in somebody more than they believe in themselves. My goodness. Right? Okay. Excuse me, I'm talking about the person that's really smart, really good looking, really fast, really athletic, but they don't even believe in themselves, family. Right? They talented, they skill, but when they come to how they view themselves, well, I ain't really no good. I was lucky to make that happen. I don't know. I can't get it done. You know, they always coming to you with that. It never worked out for me, though. Well, man, you just got to keep trying, family. I know, but still, it never worked out for me, though. Brothers and sisters, family, if you constantly walking around talking about it don't work out for me, though, family, you need to change your focus. You running around talking about it don't work out for me, though, then you might need to put your focus on your children. But before you do that, you got to get inside your head and recognize that, hey, man, I got low self-esteem issues. I got problems mentally when it comes to my belief in self. And you got to understand why it's going on like that. But you know what else you got to do, parent? You know what else you got to do, mom? You know what else you got to do, dad? You want to know what else you got to do, family? You got to recognize that and make doggone sure you don't put that on your child. Because your child don't deserve that. Don't put your low, low self-esteem on your child. Matter of fact, when you look at your child family, you should be looking at your child as an opportunity to empower not only your child, but to empower yourself. Because everything that your child becomes is what you build, family. So no, it might didn't work out for you in high school and grammar school and it was a tough time because mom and them, they wanted to party Tuesday through Thursday and they didn't know how to sit down and be real parents and work with their children. I'm sorry you had to go through that family. But you know what? Now you got your own house. You got your own kids. And it's time to get to work. And I don't care if mama live in the back room. Mama, it ain't no party time from six to eight. And we ain't going to go back and forth about that. It's 6 to 8 o'clock in your house. The TV is unplugged. Ain't nobody on the phone. And everybody is reading and getting to it.
because in your household, we going to get better in reading. Brothers and sisters, instead of looking at your children and giving yourself the, well, it looked like it's just what it's going to be. It's going to be a rerun. I wasn't nothing. My kids ain't going to be nothing. Sisters and brothers, you need to get that up out your mind, family. You need to get that out of your mind when you look at your children. Your children are an opportunity for you to strike back. You understand what I'm saying? Your children become what you build. Period. What do you want to build, family? You got to know in the end you're going to win. Why? Because you are going to display the characteristics of victory. You're going to work hard. You're going to teach. You're going to be open. You're going to be honest. Well, man, Big Mo, I ain't used to being like that. I ain't been that type of parent. I cuss my kids out, Big Mo. Hey, look here, family. I'm not about to sit up here and act like ain't nobody got cussed out in the house now. Let's quit making ourselves out to be demons. Yeah, you might cuss them out, sister, but you also gave birth to them. So you know what that means, family? That means you got the right to turn it around in your life so you can be a better parent to them, family. You ain't got to keep walking around holding on to defeat, family. Michael Jordan is one of the best winners, champions in the history of basketball. Well, in the history of sports. But you know what? For years, the Detroit Pistons cracked him upside his head. Used to kick his butt so bad, made him go to the weight room and get bigger and stronger. Right? So, brothers and sisters, life come with loss. You're going to lose sometimes, family. But in the loss is where you got your most knowledge. Look at your loss. Look at the things that you did wrong and ask yourself, where can I get better? Brothers and sisters, we are unified. We are together. Enough of the foolishness. Whose story you going to believe? You going to believe the story you writing or you going to believe the story somebody else wrote about you? Whose story you going to believe? Are you going to believe the story you writing for yourself or you going to believe the story somebody else writing about you? Brothers and sisters, family. Brothers and sisters, we have to empower our present and our future. Family, when we make the choice in your mind, amen, I am going to change. I'm going to empower my present. And when I empower my present, then I can begin to plan to empower my future. And family, when you stand there and say, I am empowering my present, look at your children. If you don't got children, look at your future. When you say, yo, Right now, I am in empower. I mean, I am in empower my present. Then nobody say, I'm gonna stop smoking weed today. I'm gonna stop drinking today. I'm gonna stop doing woo wop the bam today. I'm gonna put the squares down. Ain't nobody asking for all that, family. You ain't about to walk the aisle and give yourself to Christ and all that. This ain't that, family. This ain't that. What this is, this is a personal, a personal decision. Not only for you. But for your family, for your future, family, this is a power move, family. This is a power move, family. You got to make up in your mind the direction that your life is going, right? Well, man, Big Mo, I don't know about no other direction. I was born in the street. Man, family, I hear you. Where you want to go, family? What you want to do? I don't know. What you do good, family? I don't know. I draw good. 
What about school, family? What subjects you like? I don't really like school, Big Mo. So what we going to do, family? I don't know. Brothers and sisters, we got to get direction. It's a, it's a lot of I don't know in the hood, family. When you ask brothers and sisters what they want to do, I don't know. Or what about this? I don't know. It's a lot of I don't know in the hood, family. We got to get some answers, family. We unified in that. We unified in the fact that we know we need answers to some challenges, family. We know we need answers to get some direction, family. We unified in that, family. We together in that, family. Brothers and sisters, we have to change our mindset first towards ourselves, second towards our home, third towards our family, fourth towards our future. We have to change our mindset. We have to decide that we're going to empower our present and power. And by empowering your present, you are empowering your future. And family, you are positive, family. I don't know, Big Mo. All I did was grow up in the hood. I ain't had nothing but negative people around me my whole life. Big Mo, my uncle went to jail. My daddy went to jail. Both my granddaddies on both sides went to jail. Big Mo, I was born to go to jail. No, you wasn't, family. You positive, family. You powerful, family. Who is more powerful than the individual? Who's the most powerful individual? The person who owns and controls the life or the person who is outside that life, who can only make suggestions? Who can only try to influence, but they're not the ownership of, they're not the owner of the life. What you mean, Big Mo? What I'm saying, family, is you are in charge of your life. I'm talking to you, street homie. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you who just bear witness to your homie getting his, his brains blown out and you reconsidering, man, I don't know about this street life, family. I don't know about this, man. I love that dude. That was my boy, man. We was just standing there. Next thing I know, man, his brain was on my shirt, Big Mo. I feel you, family. So what you going to do now? I don't know. You know, man, you know where I'm going to go, Big Mo, man. You know I'm out here in the streets. Hey, look, man. Look here, man. Don't no street code. Don't no gang ritual. Don't nothing dealing with. Anything outside of your mind and your authority has control over your life unless you give it authority over your life. I'm talking to you, homie. If you don't want to be out there in them streets, don't be out there in them streets. But what I'm going to do, I don't know nothing else to do. Family, calm down, man. Talk to some people. We got some places you can go. Did you finish school? No. I ain't like school, Big Mo. But family, we got to get a high school diploma. We got to get a GED. And when you get the high school diploma, the GED, man, we can look at putting you in some job programs. But in the meantime, family, you might need to go look for a job at Burger King or something like that. Taco Bell, we'll help you. I don't want to work there. But it's safe, family. You can make an honest living, family. You got to start somewhere, right? You kind of at the bottom, right? You don't know where you're going to go, right? So, family, you got to take small steps to make the big leap, family. So, what you saying, family? You saying you want to get out of the streets, man? We can help you get a job. Family, we got to go to our brothers and sisters, man. We got to get them options. Right? We got to get them options, man. 
They got to realize that they are powerful and that they are positive, family. Because a lot of our brothers and sisters don't mind going to jail. They feel like jail ain't a thing. But brothers and sisters, let me tell you, going to jail ain't the thing, family. That ain't what we supposed to be on right now, family. Going to jail ain't the thing, family. You weren't born to die, family. You weren't born to go to jail, family. You weren't born to die out on no street corner over no gang, family. That's for doggone show. I know we all unified in that. I know we all unified in the fact that we agree that these babies wasn't born to die on no street corner over no gang. I know that's 100 across the deck, right? Brothers and sisters, if, if jail ain't going to, if jail, going to jail ain't the thing, we got to show the brothers and sisters what is the thing to be doing. We need to unify on the empowering of our present and the future. We got to remember, brothers and sisters, nobody's coming in here building for us. It is our responsibility to change the direction, or excuse me, to provide direction and pathways for our young people to be successful. That is not going to be done by anybody else. And brothers and sisters, it might not be done by the people that need to be doing it too inside the circle. Right? Because we got a lot of busy people in the world. And that's cool. But just because somebody not an engineer don't mean they can't come into the hood with engineering programs. Just because somebody not a scientist don't mean they can't come into the hood with science programs that are good quality, that are well presented and well put together. And it's on you, brothers and sisters, if you want to put your child in it. But that's going to be like, well, he ain't no scientist. What are you talking about science for? Because he care about the people. Because he know by empowering our children in the present, what we are doing, we are empowering our future. Period. Period. You know, brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters who choose to walk that street life, I want you to know I'm not at war with you. I am not here to go to war with you at all. Matter of fact, I understand you. I relate to you. I grew up with you, family. So I'm not in here acting like I forget where I come from. But I tell you what, family, I'm going to call you to the carpet on this, family. It's, it's unacceptable how these babies down in the hood, family. That's unacceptable. You can't stand up and claim your set and be all right with that. I don't care what your set is. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how much dope you sell. I don't care how many pistols you got. I don't care how many cars you got. I don't care how much jewelry you got. I don't care what your house look like. I don't care. I don't care what your women look like on your arm, your man, your boy, whatever. I don't care, family. Ain't none of that worth the children getting shot and assassinated in their own home, family. Then y'all turn around and tell me snitches get stitches. So then the little boy gets shot in the back of the head in front of his cousin and them because of the bullet fly through the window. And because snitches get stitches, that family can't get no justice. So then that family then lost a member of their family who was supposed to empower their future, who they was looking, looking to, excited to raise that child. But that child been taken from them. And because snitches get stitches, that family don't get no justice. Now, you tell me what's worth that, family. You know, y'all always looking at it like, hey, man, we got to be cool. Snitches get stitches. You know what I'm saying? We got to keep everything in order. What? Nah, family, let me ask you something. What else is the gang bringing to the hood besides violence and death and crime? Huh? The gang got to do more than that, y'all. I'm sorry, but that's not enough no more, family.
Man, they want to control the mindset of the people. They want to control what we can say. They want to provide this veil of just intimidation over the community. And they can't even keep the community clean, family. You know, we living in this street code, snitches get stitches. Hey, dear black people, I ain't living under that street code no more. You can look at me like you want to. You can look at me like I'm the outcast. You can look at me like I'm the redhead dude in the room. So be it. I be that. I ain't living under snitches get stitches no more. For what? Ever since we started rocking with that 15, 20 years ago, where's our community went? I tell you, more kids been getting murdered in their own house. More babies than get gotten shot on the street. I tell you what else didn't stop on the stop happening in no 15, 20 years. Parents afraid to let their children go outside and play, family. We all unified on that, I bet you. I bet you we know these parents scared to let their babies go outside and play. And why? Cause snitches get stitches? That ain't enough for me no more, family. That ain't enough for me no more, family. That's not holding the mark, family. We got to get things done in our community, family. We ain't got time to be um, honoring no street code that don't honor our family. I'm not going to honor nothing that's sitting up here telling me if somebody, um, a bullet go through my house and my grandmother gets shot. And then I'm like, man, I go out in the street like, man, what happened, family? Who did this, family? Well, man, Big Mo, I know, man, but you know snitches get stitches. Well, let me tell y'all something, family. Don't say that to me, G, because if something happened to my family and somebody know and ain't nobody going to tell me what happened, y'all going to see another side of me, family. Ain't no street code stronger than the love for my family, homie. And I know we unified in that, but the thing is, we saying, well, you know what? I'm just going to protect my family. But family, that ain't working. That ain't working, family. That ain't working, family. We got to be unified in this. Everybody got to know what time it is, family. And mamas, I'm talking to you. And I'm talking about authority in the hood. They love to go around and talk about, well, you know, the black community led by the black woman. And can't no woman raise no, no boy to be a man? Well, let me tell you this, family. I was raised, my dad left me, family. I was raised by my mother. I was raised by my grandmother, Mary Jane. I was raised by my grandmother, Elizabeth. I was raised by my auntie, Jackie, right? Now, yeah, did I have some men in and out of the game? Yeah, if I went to church, uh, Pastor Jones stayed, my godfather stayed right across the alley, word is bond. So yeah, and I had my coaches at school. I had the, um, had the brothers at Foster Park. Yeah, no doubt, but you know what? The person who bought my deodorant, the person who bought my drawers, the person who bought my socks, the person who bought my gym shoes was a woman. You know, we got this game twisted. Yeah, men are, are, are leaders and they supposed to hold it down and they had a position. No doubt about it. But for everybody running around talking about, okay, no woman raised no man. I was raised by women. And, don't, and let's not forget. Queens birth kings, homie. Queens birth kings, homie. The mother's the first teacher. So let's don't get it up in our brain that we can't woo-wop the wham and women don't make good leaders. Hey, man, that's the rest of the world problem. When it comes to our community, our mothers are significant as well as our fathers. And sisters, they saying that you leading up the neighborhood and it's most single-parent homes and the mama this and the mama that. They try to talk about our parenting in our neighborhood like we just the most dysfunctional cats in the world. 
But once again, I say, let's don't pay attention to what they say on the outside. Let's focus on ourselves. So mamas, I'm talking to y'all. Hey mama, it ain't nobody on this planet that got more authority than you when it come to your child. Nobody. 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 No street king. I don't care what his, his clothes look like. I don't care how big of a knot he got in his pocket. I don't care. If that child keep getting out of line, you can put a knot on their head. You understand what I'm saying to you, sister? You run your house. You set the pace in your house. I know we unified on that. I know we unified on who run the house. We know who house it is. And sister, I get it. You working hard every day. You got to pay all the bills. Yeah, man, this thing can get real hectic. And man, Big Mo, I want to make sure my baby's reading, but I got to go to work every day. And I'm leaving them there at home with their sister. And, you know, she act like she halfway don't want to do nothing. She all in the boys and all this foolishness and this, that, and the third. Sister, let me tell you something, family. Let me tell you something. Let's cut out all the negotiating, family. Let's cut out the negotiating, family. Let's cut out the negotiating, family. This ain't got nothing to do with no negotiating, family. Last session, I talked about it. I talked about knuckle sandwiches, family. Family, if your kid's not taking serious what you're saying, then you need to get a little bit more serious, family. You need to get a little bit more serious, family. And you need to start passing out some knuckle sandwiches, family. Your house is your house. You need to sit cats down on the couch and let them know, hey, look, y'all, I love you. The reason we here today is because we're going to have some changes in this house. Now, I know that I have not been the best when it came to academics and all this, that and the third. I get it. You know, I've been working hard. I've been uh, man. I've been I've been I, I, I'm paying these bills. I'm trying to make sure we got clothes on our back and food to eat, y'all. And because of that, I'm sorry, but some of y'all been struggling in school. Look, man, you ain't doing math good enough. Baby girl, we got to get some reading going on. And my oldest child, you you smart as a whip, but you, you know, you're a little bit unfocused right now. And all of this is my responsibility, but I can't be everywhere. So right now, this is how we doing it. We go every night, Sunday through, through Thursday, we six to eight on the reading and the math. We doing homework up in here and it ain't going to be no debate. It ain't going to be no questioning. And if I find out otherwise, y'all going to get some knuckle sandwiches around here. Brothers and sisters. What has happened to our community? We got more crime, more violence. Anything goes in our community. And why does anything go? Because anything goes because snitches get stitches. Right. Right. If snitches get stitches, how do we fix problems, y'all? If we can't talk about what's going on in our community, what are we supposed to do? Well, i tell you what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to go to the leaders of the community, right? And I ain't talking about the mayor. I ain't talking about the alderman. I ain't talking about the pastor. I'm talking about the street king. Like, if the street king, if everybody can say snitches get stitches and we gonna live like this and we gonna honor that and Big Mo say he ain't gonna do it, but we gonna do it, then y'all, this past pandemic, the street king and them were supposed to be out there passing out vaccines. They were supposed to be giving vaccine shots. They were supposed to be setting up food giveaway. 
if they the leaders of the community, if everybody got to live under their leadership and how they want things to go, they the law of the land. They got to step it up, y'all. And another thing, some of y'all brothers and sisters are related to these brothers and sisters who out there doing what they do. Let me ask you a question. Why y'all not calling the police? It ain't snitching if they mama called the police, is it? The street king ain't gonna kill homeboy mama because she called the police on her son talking about that drug dealing. Oh, he is? But man, auntie, you can't call the police on your nephew who out here raising hell. You ain't gotta be like, this is auntie. You ain't gotta be like that, but y'all for dog gonna show no these people ain't doing right. They ain't paying all y'all bills. I know some of y'all family members out there, y'all gonna keep y'all mouth closed because y'all, y'all like, y'all like how they take y'all shopping every now and then. Y'all like how y'all bills getting paid. I get it. But everybody bills ain't getting paid in the family. Somebody need to step up and say something. And brother and sister, the reason I'm going here is the street right now, the past 15, 20 years, the street has set the pace for black folks. And my question is, are we gonna continue to follow behind a losing situation? What you talking about, Big Mo? I'm talking about can't nobody in the street stand up and say that the street is the way to go. They don't even want to be out there in that. You're either going to get a first down, you're going to get these 10 years that they passing out to black men, or you're going to get that bullet in the back of your head, or you're going to get that, oh, that felony. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to ask you, are you tough enough? Are you tough enough? Yeah, brothers and sisters, I'm talking to you. I'm talking about the brothers and sisters out there in the street now. Are you tough enough? Are you tough enough? Yeah, you've been playing some foul hands. You, you've been Some of y'all been handling some foul hands, no doubt about it. But is this it? Huh? Is this it? This the life you're going to live? This, this is it, huh? Yeah, things been unfair in your life. Did the first 15 years of your life, my God. This is wrong, man. Somebody fumbled. Somebody blew up the spot. They didn't do what they were supposed to do, family. And that hurts. I get it. But does that mean that you got to be the Tasmanian devil of the hood? Because your mama and them didn't do what they were supposed to do because your daddy left? Because your grandmother died unexpectedly? That means just for the rest of your life, baby, that's it. I'm a demon for life. Is that what's up, family? Is that what you're saying to me? That's all you can do with your life? Are you tough enough? Brothers and sisters that's out there in it, if you tough enough to keep a pistol on you, if you tough enough to fight, if you brave enough to stand up against the nightlife and the police and the enemy, then you tough enough to take your butt to school and read on your level and do your math and graduate and create the future that you want for your life. Family. Family. Yes, you are. You are that powerful. You are that tough. Brothers and sisters out there in that street life, the police watching you, brothers and sisters, when they set up on our spots and they do surveillance and do these busts, they sit there and they watch for months, y'all. They watch us for months and they just stack up the charges. So when they step to you, family, and they got you in lockup and you in that room and it's just you and them and they coming at you about information and you got to make some business decisions. But you got to remember snitches get stitches, right? Snitches get stitches, right? Stitches, snitches might get stitches, family, but you're the one that's facing them 10 years, ain't you? Now you got some choices you got to make. 
Because snitches get stitches, family. But ain't nobody paying your bail. Snitches get stitches, family, but ain't nobody paying for your lawyer. Snitches get stitches, family. But who gonna have a job after you get out of jail after them first downs is finished? They hit you with 10 years. You might have to serve five to seven. But now you got a felony on your record. Can you go to your big homie and get a job that's not associated with putting your life on the line or somebody else's life on the line after you done did five years for him? Will he even talk to you? Huh? Brothers and sisters, our children ending up in those situations because we don't have nothing for them to do. And brothers and sisters, I want to talk to you about Stream on Wheels, baby, the mobile lab. And what we got this summer is that we are focused on robotics, family. And it's about doing this so we can empower our future because so we can win, brothers and sisters. Because when it comes to winning and losing, family, there is no in-between, family. One of my favorite movies is School Days. And they got a scene in there where they, they say, um... Um, before Tisha Campbell and the girls about to sing, I want to be alone tonight. You either will or you won't. You either do or you don't. When it comes to winning family, you either will or you won't. You either do or you don't, family. Family, so let me break it down like this. You either do want to help your child with their reading or you don't want to help your child with their reading. You will make your child read and help them get better in math or you won't make your child read and get better in math. That's the bottom line, family. But we all know if we make our children get focused, we are all unified on the fact that they are going to get better. Why are they going to get better? Because we are investing in them. Period. That's why, family, that's why, family, brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you to get your child involved in stream programs. Get your child involved, involved in Stream on Wheels, the SOAP program. You can go to our website at onemanarmy1642.com and learn about it. You can, you can hit us up on the website or you can hit us up on the Facebook page, One Man Army, family. Understand, family, brothers and sisters out there living that life. I want to ask you, is the life you live in worth putting your family and your mama life on the line, family? Is it? Because what you doing, family, you playing in a game that there is no law, family. You are playing in a game that the only rule is snitches get stitches. So if we do something to your, if something happened to your family, if something happened to your mama, you can't say nothing, family. Because snitches get stitches. And family, I want to ask you, is the, is the love for your gang, is that street code more powerful than your love for your family and your mama? Your mama family who, birthed, who held you down for nine months and birthed you, family. Your mama family who bought you that Easter suit, family. Your mama family who washed your pissy sheets when you peed in the bed, family. Your mama. Is the snitches get stitches more important than your little brother, family? And the reason they're involved and the reason their life is on the line is because the life you choosing to live, family. So I'm asking you, is your snitches get stitches? Is that more valuable than your family, than your mother? And brothers and sisters, as I close, let me help you understand something when it comes to that street king family. You don't owe them anything, family. The shoes, the cars, the vehicles, the jewelry, the money, family. You can get all that without them, family. You don't need them, family. 
Family, if you invest the time that you invest into them, if you invest that time into your future, into your education, into your athletic ability, and into your learning, into your math, and into your reading, in 10 years from the age you are right now, family, you will have all the success that you ever wanted, and you did it without the street king, without the street, without the violence, without the murder, without the police sweating you. You did all that. You achieved all that on your own without all that other foolishness, family. Brothers and sisters that choose to walk that street life, hear me when I talk to you. I'm not at war with you. I want your family to have power. I want our community to have power. I want my family and friends to have power. And all I'm saying is let's get the illusions out of our way. Let's get the illusions out of our life, family. Let's get the illusions out of our vision. And let's see our people for who and what they are. They are people. We are unified in that. And if we begin to focus in, 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 on empowering our present and empower our future, what we are doing, we are securing and we are guaranteeing that we are going to have a positive future. Because brother and sister that's walking that street life, when you choose and you look at the fact that you can do better with your life and you begin to impact your family and the families in the community begin to focus and move forward as one, we cannot lose, family. Brothers and sisters, we are unified. We are unified in the fact that we want powerful and positive futures. The thing is, we just got to get together and work to learn to create those positive and empowered futures. Peace. Yo, what's up, man? It's your man, Mo Morris, and welcome to Hood Radio. It's such a blessing to be here with you tonight. I'm more than excited to be here, y'all. And man, you know... um, Happy New Year to you. It's good to be here. God has blessed us with another year, and I want to be thankful for that. We should all be thankful. You know, let's just take the time to say thank you for another year. You know what I'm saying? Wherever you at, just send that shout out. Send that thankfulness up. You know, we need to be thankful each and every day. You know what I'm saying? So what I want to talk to you about today, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, family, what I want to talk to you about, I want to talk to you about expectations expectations family what are your expectations right so i believe in being clear i want to make sure we all on the same page so i want to talk about the definition of expectation right i want to see what's going on with that so expectation has two definitions i grabbed two definitions i'm gonna go over the first one then i'm gonna come back to the second one the first definition reads as a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. I'm going to read that again. A strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. Expectations sound like something very positive and a great opportunity. That's something I want to be part of. One more time. A strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. Listen to the definition. A strong belief, not a regular belief. But a strong belief, strong, that, ladies and gentlemen, is an adjective, strong belief. That's an adjective. And if we remember elementary school, that's where we learned the adjective did what? Describe things. A strong belief. Everybody loves strength. Everybody loves to be strong. When I was 13 years old, I benched over 300 pounds. I was a teenager, family. Right. I got a God brother by the name of Billy. 
Man, Billy is a Billy is a bodybuilder and a personal trainer. When you see my brother, he is strength in shoes. He looked like he was cut out of granite rock, man. Strength. A strong belief that what? That something will happen or be the case in the future. A strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. So what we learn about expectations is that your expectations will build your future. Let's look at what the, the second definition of expectation says. A belief that someone will or should achieve something. Now, that's the second time we've heard the word belief. So what we see when it comes to expectations is you have to believe that you will achieve. Expectation means you have to have strong belief that you will achieve something positive in the future. I'll break that down again. Expectation means you have to have strong belief that you will achieve something positive in the future. When you have words like strong belief, achieve and future together, you're on the path to positive and you're on the path to victory. Let's look up another word, though. Let's look up another word. Let's look up the word expect. Expect. The word expect is a verb, which means it's an action word. First definition. Something that is likely to happen. Something that is likely to happen. Here's the second definition. Someone that is likely to do or be something. I'm going to read it again. Someone that is likely to do or be something. Now, when you look at the word expect, there is expectation for something that is likely to happen. That's what the definition says. Something that is likely to happen. When you look at the word expect, there is expectation for someone to likely do something. Seems to me that what you expect to happen is likely to happen. What about you? If that be the case, then what you expect to happen is your expectation for your future. When you go back to the definition for expectations, you see the word belief twice. You have to have strong belief and you got to have belief. When you look at belief, what you are talking about is something that starts inside your mind. You listen and you're talking about something that starts inside of you. You're just talking about strictly about belief. And when you're talking about your future, you're talking about belief in you. In the type of future you can build. It don't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter your color. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your neighborhood. It doesn't matter what school you go to. If you believe. If you have a belief for a positive future, then that's exactly what you're going to have. If that be the case, think about that. If this be if this is the case, what you expect to happen is your expectations for your future. And looking at that definition and seeing belief twice, and that starts inside of you, 
That means you expect and your expectation all begins in your mind. What you expect and what you expect for yourself and your expectations for your future, it all begins in your mind. So what does that mean? That means you have the power. That means that you are the most powerful individual in this world when it comes to your life because you have the authority, you have the power, you have the control to build your life as you want it to be. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. How powerful is that? It's some power that come with that, man, right? It starts inside of you and it starts in your mind, y'all. But hey, I don't know if you realize this. You might be a young person. You know, your mind not even fully developed yet, right? Or you might be an older person who's just seen some tough times in life and it's, it's unfair out here. And man, in your mind, you just, you just ain't believing. The mind is a tricky thing, man. The mind can be tricky because the mind remembers a lot. In your mind, you remember the good. You remember the bad. And you remember the ugly. Think about it. What do you remember when it comes to your life? I remember the good in my life. I most definitely do. I remember the first time I saw my name on the back of an NFL jersey when I was playing for the Baltimore Ravens. My goodness. I remember what it felt like to put that jersey in it and them shoulder pads on and to run out on that NFL field. I remember that, man. I remember that. I remember the first time I ever ran away from home, man. I was walking north on Ashland. North on Ashland. Got to 79th Street. Made a right. I was on the south side of the street. Headed east. And it was a currency exchange right there to my right. And then I walked up on this alley. And I was about to cross the alley. And there was a police car. With two police officers sitting, they wasn't, they was right there. They was just far enough back that you couldn't see them if you were driving down the street. And they called out to me, and I remember them calling out to me. I remember them taking me home, and I also remember my mama tearing my butt up too, right? I remember that, man. I remember that, right? We all have an ugly moment in our lives that we have experienced, family. Regardless, here we stand, family. Regardless of the ugly that we have experienced in our lives, we have opportunity, family, the opportunity to expect greatness, to expect great in our future, which fuels our expectations to create a what? Great future. Regardless of how you have been spoken to or spoken about by family members, people at your school, your church, your neighborhood. We still have the opportunity to build our future. How powerful is that? Take the time. I want to encourage you, ladies and gentlemen. I want to encourage you, brothers and sisters. I want to encourage you, family, to take the time to build yourself up. That's when I say you, 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 you're, you're the most powerful person. You're in the most powerful position when it comes to your life. Because if you just take the time to build yourself up. When I say build yourself up, family, I want you to think about a building getting built. Think about a building getting built. First, 
there's a blueprint drawn up. Somebody got to have a vision and write that down and the angles and the measurements and things like that on the blueprint. Next, the space where the building is going to be built has to be cleared out. If it's going to be cleared, um, built where there are trees at, the trees got to be cut, cut down. They got to clear out the brush. They got to make space, right? The foundation has to be laid, right? Some buildings, what type of material, what, what, what type of resources are you going to use? Some buildings are made out of bricks. Some buildings are made out of steel. But all buildings, regardless of the material being used to build it, they all take time to build. I have been told, I have heard, I've been told that however tall you want a building to be, however tall a building is going to stand, the foundation has to be the same height. Go to it has to be the same. It has to, it, if you want a hundred floor building, you got to dig at least a hundred floors. That's what I was. You got to dig at least a hundred feet down. The foundation has to be as tall going down as the building is going up. Now that's incredible. Are you kidding me? That is incredible, right? So I wanted to put this to the test. I wanted to see, right? Right? I wanted to see. I said, okay, I've heard this, but I wanted to research. I wanted to do my own research. And it's best that you do that. You're going to hear a lot of people talk, man. It's a lot of people talking. But when you listen to somebody talking, you just go off they, what they said. That's belief. Because you don't know what they saying is the truth. The only way you're going to know if it's the truth is if you go read it and learn it yourself then it won't be belief. It'll be knowledge because you'll know. You see the difference between belief and knowledge in that setting when it comes to learning? You want to have knowledge. You don't want to believe, right? So what I decided to do was I was going to do some research and I was going to grab, go, go, I wanted to study the Sears Tower slash Willis Tower. I wanted to see what was up with that. That building for about 22 to 25 years, that was the tallest building in the world, man. And for 41 years, it was the tallest building in the Western Hemisphere. Wow, right? So I, I said, okay, the Sears Tower. Now, the Sears Tower stands 110 stories. 110 stories. The foundation is 100 feet deep. It took three years to build that building. It has 110 stories. The foundation is 100 feet deep. And it took three years to build it. Are you kidding me? The second building, I want to, in, in journalism, you're not supposed to print a story or put anything in print unless you have two different sources. Two. Because one person can be lying to you. But if you hear the same thing from, you hear something from one person and then you hear a second thing, you hear the same thing from another person, those two different sources, you can print that, right? So I had to find a second building to confirm this, man. You know, I just wanted to see, right? So here it is, the Burrah Khalifa. It's the tallest building in the world, y'all. It has 164 floors, y'all. And the foundation is 164 feet deep. Do you hear that? Has 164 floors. 
and the foundation is 164 feet deep and it took six years to build that building now ladies and gentlemen when you prepare to build you have to accept that it will take organization hard work responsibility and patience you have to accept that organization is going to be needed you have to accept that you're going to have to work hard for that building to get built you're going to have to have people that take responsibility for their role and what they're there to do and you're going to have to have patience with the process of the building being built sears tower slash willis tower took three years to be built y'all and the tallest building in the world the burak khalifa took six years to be built all right every building that is built is a response what every building that is built is a response it's it's someone's goal it's someone's vision it's someone's purpose and possibly someone's solution every building that's built is built with a purpose somebody had a vision Someone has a goal. Someone is trying to fulfill their purpose. And someone is building a building to solve some problems. Give you an example. A hospital is built to care for individuals who have been injured, who have illness, need recovery and, rehab and rehabilitation. That's why a hospital is built. You're not going to walk into a hospital and it's a sports bar in the hospital. You're not going to walk into a hospital and there's a bowling alley in the hospital because a hospital is not there for entertainment. It's not there for bowling, bowling balls and pins. It's not there for pool sticks or pool balls. You understand? A hospital is there for a specific reason to provide solutions to people's problems, to care for them and to help them heal. When we build our expectations towards our decision-making achievements, lifestyles, and careers, what we are doing is building the future we want to see and the life we want to live. And you have control over all of that. You have control over your future life. You have control on where you're headed, your direction. You have control over that. If you are a young person, teenager, in high school, you need to see your parents asking you questions about where you headed in life. Enough of saying, I don't know what I want to do. Ask yourself some questions. Pull out a sheet of paper and a pen. Write it down. What do you want to do? Who do you want to become? Who do you want to be? What do you love? What do, you, what do you love to do? These are questions that you need to ask yourself so you can build up your expectations so you can expect great from yourself and you can have the expectations that highlight a great future. Right on? Brothers and sisters, as we move into this new year, I got a couple of questions for you. What will your beliefs be for yourself for this year. How are you going to view yourself this year? Are we going to have eyes that look at ourselves like we are champions, that we love ourselves regardless of what's going on, regardless of who doesn't love us and care and call and things like that? How are you going to view yourself for this year? 
What will your beliefs be about yourself and your future this year? Will you choose to expect great? Will you prepare for great? Will you execute for great? Will you make up in your mind that my future is great? Then my expectations are going to be great for my future. Will you choose to do that? What do you believe will happen in your life this year, y'all? What do you believe will happen in your life this year? And a lot of us thinking about love and I get it. Well, I fall in love. I want a family and praise God right on. But brothers and sisters, if that's not that can that can that can be a great expectation right on. But when you're talking about love, you're talking about relationships, you're talking about being able to accept someone else right on. But what we're talking about when we're talking about our expectations right here, right now, brothers and sisters, what we're saying is you are building your life. You are building your future. And brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you to expect great. I want to encourage you to have great expectations for your life. You know what's going to happen this year, doggone it. I'm going to get me a job or two where I can stack my money. I'm going to find me a career and doggone it. I'm going to get off into this career. And in 2023, going into 2024, I'm going to get me, uh, I'm going to start me a business. You might not like school, but you might can work with your hands real good. Little brother of mine by the name of Mo. I've been seeing this boy. I've been working with this boy since he was a boy. I've been working with this young man since he was a boy. He's always loved cars, always worked on cars, worked hard. You know what my man just did? My man just opened up his own auto body shop. That man expect great and worked over years. And now he has his own shop because he had great expectations for himself he took his gifts and his talents he not a phd he don't got a, a phd degree but he got a phd in auto body and he went out there and he found what he loved to do and he was willing to organize himself he was willing to work hard he was willing to be responsible and patient i've been knowing this dude over 25 years and now he has his own business because he chose to expect great what is going to happen in your life this year will you believe that you can build the life that you want for yourself will you believe in the great will you believe that you have the capabilities to build the life that you want for yourself and brothers and sisters I, you might be doubting that situation but let's take a deep breath let's pull out a sheet of paper let's pull out a pen and let's talk about the life we want for ourselves Brothers, if you're still living with your mama, sister, if you're still living with your mama, this year we're getting up out this house. We're getting up out this apartment because we're going to go get our own. And I might have to work two, three jobs and stack my money. And I might not be able to go out every Friday night and drink and smoke with the homies. But going into next year, at the end of this year, I'm going to be moving into my own spot. And if you get your own spot, you can smoke and drink as much as you want in the house. Just don't make too much noise, family. You can have Woo Wop the band come over to your house. Just don't make too much noise, family. Will you expect to have success this year? 
That's a good question, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, family. Will you expect to have success this year, brothers and sisters? Will you expect success from yourself this year? Will you expect great in your life this year? Will you expect to be an achiever this year? Will you expect to have success, great success this year? Will you choose and believe that you will achieve your goals this year? Right on. Right on. Brothers and sisters, here's the most powerful thing that the life that we want starts with our expectations for ourselves. The success, the success that we want, the success that we desire, it all starts with what we expect from ourselves. Right. And that's a fact. And the most powerful thing about that is it all starts inside of us. Each and every one of us starts with our thought process, how we view things. And if you expect great, then your mind is going to activate and your expectations are, are going to be of a great future because that thought process started with expecting greatness, expecting success this year in your future. Right on, right on. Let your mindset highlight your ability to succeed. Let your mind be the light in the dark, family. You might not know what you're doing, where I'm going. This is crazy. But let your mindset continue to believe, continue to expect great in your ability to succeed, family. Let's believe we can first and foremost. We are able to succeed. We can expect great and we can have expectations for a great future. Let your mindset create your plan to succeed. Your plan is going to come from your thought process. That's the organization I was talking about. Put a plan together, brothers and sisters. And if that ain't your thought process, homeboy, then go grab somebody you know care about you. Sometimes the love might not be in the house. I hope to God you got love in your house, family. But what if you don't? That don't mean your dreams and your future doesn't can't be great. Family, you better go talk to your cousin. Talk to somebody that got some wisdom. Talk to somebody that's older than you. Don't be talking about you got 16-year-old issues and challenges talking to a 16-year-old. Yeah, I hear you. your homie kind of smart, but they only lived as long as you lived, family. You got to go talk to somebody that's lived. You got to go talk to big mama, auntie, uncle. Go talk to somebody that got some sense. Go talk to somebody that you respect. Go talk to somebody that care about you. And I mean sincerely care about you. That's who you need to go talk to when it comes to putting your plan together if you don't understand how to put a plan together. And if you know how to put a plan together, family, grab you a sheet of paper, grab you something to write with and sit down and map it out. And just map it out. And don't write it down with doubt in your spirit and doubt in your mind. Expect great. Expect that you can do it. All you're doing is writing the plan out right now, family. You ain't gonna have all the answers right now, family. You not. But that should not stop you from making a plan because a failure to plan is a plan to fail, family. A failure to plan is a plan to fail. You have to 
apply yourself to your life. You have to apply a great work ethic to have great outcomes, family. You got to have responsibility about yourself. This is your life. This is your future. This is your responsibility to build it. And finally, you have to be patient, man. It took three years to build the Sears Tower. It built, it, it took six years to build Khalifa. Six. You got to be patient, family, and continue to work. During those three years to build the Sears Tower slash Willis Tower, them people had to work every day for three years, y'all. Them people was working almost every day for three years, at least six days, five to six days a week. When they built Khalifa, it took six years. They had to work every day for six years, family. At least five to six days a week to get that building up. They had to be patient. They had to be responsible. They had to be hardworking. They had to be organized. And family, my last point, let your mindset of planning for success fuel your expectations to succeed this year. Let your mindset, your mind of planning, your strategy, for success. You are strategizing and planning for success. Let that fuel your expectations to succeed this year. And all I'm saying right there is this, family. Let your work fuel your expectation. Let your work at to get you excited for what the outcome going to be. Work every day, family. Put that work at the end. Put that hard work in where that will fuel your expectation. If you know you putting that work in, family, you know what to expect because you putting that work in. So you're going to get more and more excited about achieving your goals. And family, be determined to win. You can't do nothing in life without the right attitude. And if you don't have a hardworking, overcoming, persevering attitude, family, you're not going to achieve greatness. Because life is 10% what happens to, it, to you and 90% how you respond to it. I'll say it again. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it, family. You don't have no power or control or anything outside of you. You could be driving down the street and somebody hit you. That wasn't on you. It was an accident. That's outside of your control. But what you do have control over is if, if, whether or not you get out of that car cussing them out. Or you get out of that car with a calm spirit, taking down their information and keeping and having self-control. You don't have control over the 10. You have control over the 90, which is your behavior, which is your mindset. It's the same thing when it comes to building your future and building your expectations for your life. It's the same thing. The work you put in is what you're going to get out. If you're working each and every day to achieve greatness, if you are expecting great, if you expect great, then your expectations will be that of greatness. It's just that simple, brothers and sisters. I want to say thank you so much for your time. Um, I'm your man, Mo Morris, the one-man army, and I'll talk to you soon. Um, and thank you for listening to Hood Radio. Peace out.